0: Mindset work is not about never having negative thoughts and never feeling negatively. It is about having an internal resilience and capacity to be able to respond to those thoughts and feelings more flexibly. This is why change doesn't happen from one podcast episode or one insight. It's why it happens from repeated, dedicated self-awareness and habit change, little by little by little. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik. And my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jess. I am the host and creator of this show. I created The Art of Speaking Up to help women build confidence and find a strong voice at work and build unstoppable careers as leaders. This show was inspired by my personal experience in the corporate space. I used to have a career in corporate America and I was super ambitious and really wanted to build a successful career, but I really struggled, especially at the beginning of my career, with imposter syndrome and self confidence and finding my voice. And I went on a long journey, (laughs) a very long personal growth journey that spanned many years, where I grew my confidence and found my voice as a leader. And eventually, my corporate career really started to thrive. And I became an executive at a global company in my early 30s and developed a super strong reputation. And just felt like I could, you know, I could have what I wanted in my career all the things that I had wanted, the confidence, the big title, the success, the big paycheck. I had. Achieve those things. And I felt really, really proud of myself. And I also realized that I had become successful and I had kind of become one of those women that I was looking for earlier on in my career. Early in my career, I was looking for women who had quote unquote made it and created success, but who were highly flawed and highly imperfect and highly insecure just like I was at that time because I wanted to know that I could do it too. And I kind of realized that as I had progressed in my corporate career, I kind of became that person. I was very successful and I was an example of someone who didn't have it all figured out and who really, really struggled and who took a lot of time to find her voice. And one of the reasons that I started this podcast is because I felt like there was a real lack out there of successful professional women, not to hate on professional women. I just was feeling that there was a lack of professional women sharing very raw, honest stories of how difficult some of the challenges that we face in our careers can be. And I just wanted to share more of my real story and more of the truth of my struggles and experiences because I knew that it would benefit other women who were in process of navigating those struggles and working through the insecurities and working through the imposter syndrome and finding their voice and figuring out all these really hard things that we have to figure out throughout the course of our careers. And so that's why I started this show. And in 2021, I made this show my full-time job. And I closed a chapter on my corporate career, which was very difficult for me because I had created so much success. It was really hard to let go of that. But I had so much love and passion for this show that this became my gig. And so now this is what I do full-time. I am a career coach for Ambitious Women. I am a full-time podcaster. And I am the creator of not just the Art of Speaking Up podcast, But the Art of Speaking Up Academy. And this is perfect timing for me to be telling you about the Art of Speaking Up Academy because doors are open for enrollment. I do not open enrollment for the Art of Speaking Up Academy very often, and so now is the time. So before I jump into the episode content, I want to let you know that between May 1st and May 12th, enrollment for the Art of Speaking Up Academy is open. So if you are listening to this episode, on the week that it is being published. You can enroll up until Friday, May 12th. The Art of Speaking Up Academy is my signature group program, and it is where I support you and I help you build the confidence that you need to speak up more frequently and have a stronger voice at work. You will learn to sound confident and to exude confidence and authority when you speak. You will learn how to develop an assertive communication style that is authentic to you. And you will learn how to communicate in a way that solidifies your reputation as a high performer and that supports your professional development and your advancement in your career. It is a learning experience. So the Art of Speaking Up Academy is a place where you go to learn. It is curriculum-based. So there is a six-month curriculum, and you get to experience this learning alongside a very small group of women who have similar goals and similar struggles as you, and you get that additional support and inspiration and accountability that comes with being part of a group. When your communication skills are strong, when your confidence is strong and it supports you in speaking up and taking up space, it completely changes what is possible for you and what is available to you in your career. That is why I am so obsessed with this program and why I would love to invite you to join us for the next round. Like I said, doors are open until May 12th. Head to Coaching dot com slash academy where you can learn all about the program. You can see the entire curriculum and you can enroll in the next round. That is JessGuzitCoing slash academy. And this leads very well into the topic of today's episode because in today's episode I'm going to be talking to you about how I support my clients in finding a confident voice and the two really foundational pillars that I use to guide my coaching. And these are the pillars that the Art of Speaking Up Academy is designed around. And my work is quite unique and the Art of Speaking Up Academy is quite unique because most of the professional development coaching and programs and things out there that I have seen skip over a lot of the deeper work that is required for you to have a powerful, effective voice and focus on just the surface level tactics. Focus on, you know, tools and scripts and tips and tricks for communicating effectively. And while those things are great and helpful and actually really, really important, without doing internal work on your self-confidence and your ability to ride waves of doubt and still exude confidence when you speak, without knowing how to do that, it becomes really hard to bring your communication skills to life in a super effective way. And so the way that I support my clients, the way that I do this work, the way that I run the Art of Speaking Up Academy really combines the more surface level but very important communication skills that you need to have an assertive communication style that helps you stand out. But It combines that with the internal work on self-confidence that is required for you to make your voice heard in a room full of people and be experiencing the scariness of that and all of the doubt and fear and second guessing that comes with that experience and still be able to speak super strongly and make a really powerful impression on your stakeholders and your audience and i believe this is a capability that anyone can build and i know a thing or two about this because i've coached a lot of women on this and my entire career from my corporate career to now my time as a podcaster has been built on the art of the spoken word and the art of communication and the art of captivating audiences. If you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm captivating you, hopefully. And so I have a thing or two to say. So let's dive into it. So the way that I want to teach you this idea of like the two foundational pillars to finding a really confident, effective voice is we're going to dive into one of my favorite topics ever, ever. I I don't know if this is one of your favorite topics, we'll see, but I love it, as you can tell, which is musicals, Broadway musicals, movies that are done in the format of a musical. We are going to use this idea of being a performer in a musical to help us learn the concepts and ideas that I'm teaching today. So I was thinking about like what musical do I want to use as an example, because I love musicals. There are so many Broadway musical soundtracks that I listen to. When Glee was on TV and really popular, I was obsessed with it. I watched all of it. And I'm a big fan of musical movies as well. And recently, I've been listening to a lot of tracks from Greece, both Greece One and Greece Two. So, we're gonna go with Greece and we're gonna go with a musical movie for the example and the analogy for this episode. But I want you to pick any musical, either live musical on Broadway or musical movie that you love and enjoy. And I want you to think of that and hold that in mind for this episode because it's really going to help you have an understanding of the building blocks that are going to help you become a confident, effective communicator. So here's how I want you to think about this is I want you to think about this as you are such a big fan of said musical or said musical movie, in my case, Grease, that you know, like every single lyric (laughs) And every single dance move to your favorite song. So (laughs) hopefully those of you listening are as nerdy as I am, but especially with the lyrics, maybe I don't have like the choreography as down, but you play any song from Greece, even the more obscure ones, and I've got the lyrics. Like I am ready to go. And so I want you to imagine that there is a play or a movie where like as soon as that tune starts playing, you're like, I know all of it. And maybe you also know the choreography and the moves in addition to the lyrics. And by the way, if (laughs) something is coming to mind and there are musicals like that where you're like, yep, I have the entire thing memorized, you have to let me know because then we can bond over our shared nerdiness. Anyway, I want you to imagine that you know every word and you know every choreographed move to the songs in this movie or play. And that might not even be something you have to imagine. It might just be true. Now, I also want you to imagine, (laughs) and I'm like laughing, because I'm like, oh, this happened. It would be like my dream come true for Greece. I want you to imagine that you get a call from the producers of this play or this musical movie and they say, you know, we've lost our one of our main characters and our understudy is sick and we urgently need to bring someone to the Broadway stage or to our film set. And we need someone who already knows the words and already knows the choreography because we are Putting this show, this play together. And so we can't waste any time. We need someone who can come in ready. And we heard that you know all the words and all the moves. And so I want you to imagine then that you get this call and you are such a big fan of this, let's say, Broadway play that you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I've never actually been in a Broadway play but I know all the words and I know all the dance moves so I can for sure do this. And what would happen in a case like that whether it's you or anyone else or me is you would get to the Broadway theater and you'd get on the stage and you'd know you know the choreography, you know the songs, maybe you even have a great voice like maybe you're even kind of good at it. But nothing can really prepare you for the experience, like no amount of you knowing the words, knowing the choreography, being such an expert on this particular musical, no amount of knowledge or expertise or memorizing of the script can really prepare you for what it's going to be like when you're behind the curtain on that stage and the curtain slowly goes up. And as the curtain is going up, you begin to see the audience. You see an entire Broadway-sized theater filled with people sitting in their seats. There are lights shining at you very, very strongly so you don't have like crystal clear 2020 vision of the audience in front of you because those theater lights can be quite strong and they can obscure your vision of the audience. I know this from doing improv comedy. You can't really fully see the audience in front of you when the stage is very lit because those lights like get in your eyes and you can't fully see. But you do you do see some of it and you do get a sense of it. And you definitely do have a sense of like, oh, This is like the size of the theater and I see the people and I see the audience. Now, at this moment in time, even if you know all of the lyrics and all of the dance moves, it doesn't guarantee that when those curtains go up and you're on that stage for the first time ever, that you're going to feel good about your ability to perform for that audience. You might feel like you don't have all of the skills required, even though you know the dance moves and you know the lyrics. And the reason that I share this with you is to illustrate the difference between two different kind of skill sets. And I think this is what a lot of people miss when it comes to developing a confident communication style. They miss that there are two different skill sets and they lump them into one skill set in an unuseful way. So we'll go back to this Broadway example to help you learn this and understand this. So there's one skill set of knowing how to dance, knowing the lyrics, having knowledge of the piece, having knowledge of the script, having that memorized and being able to execute it. That is one skill set. But there's an entirely other skill set. The other skill set is knowing how to take all of that script knowledge and all of that choreography knowledge and all of that knowledge of the lyrics and actually knowing how to perform it when you are on stage. The knowledge of the lyrics and the choreography on its own is not enough. And the way that we know that is if any of us were to be placed on a Broadway stage for a show where we know every lyric and we know every choreography, and maybe we're even like really good at dancing and singing, but we've never performed on a stage, we're probably not going to do as strong a job as the people in the cast who have done Broadway shows all their lives and have been to this rodeo before. So it's two separate skills, knowing the technical lyrics and choreography versus knowing how to bring confidence and personality and presence so that you can have a really strong performance of the lyrics and choreography once you are on that stage. Now, this also works in reverse. So the example that I gave is an example where you know the lyrics and choreography, but you don't have stage experience and you don't have that skill of like knowing how to be on stage, but the reverse is true as well. If instead of the producers of this Broadway show calling up you to replace the understudy, they call up a highly experienced Broadway performer who doesn't know any of the lyrics or any of the choreography, but who has a ton of experience on stage, that person is also going to be missing some really important things. Their moves are going to be off. Their lyrics are going to be off because they don't have that knowledge of the lyrics and of the script for that performance. So the ideal situation then is both, is to have a very solid knowledge of the script, and also to have the ability to stay confident and be able to perform that script in front of other people. Now, this is exactly how I think about communication skills and how I think about having a strong, confident, assertive voice at work. There are two pieces you need to have, just like the Broadway play example. And if you have one without the other, you're going to be missing something important. So let's start with this idea of like knowing the script, knowing the lyrics, knowing the choreography the very technical skills, when it comes to having a confident voice at work, this represents the technical skills of effective communication. So when it comes to communication, you want to know what to say. You want to know how to organize and simplify and formulate and structure your words in a very effective way. You want to have the knowledge of what is the quote-unquote correct script. Of course, you're not memorizing a script, but when you're communicating, you're creating a script. You're deciding, how am I going to share this? What am I going to say to people? In what order am I going to share this? How am I going to explain this really complicated thing to them? There are a lot of decisions that get made When you are communicating, whether you're communicating an idea verbally, whether you're putting together a PowerPoint presentation, you're making lots of choices of how. How am I going to explain this? How am I going to walk my audience through this? How am I going to lay out this information? Those are like the script. Those are the technical skills. It's knowing exactly how to put together good choreography, except instead of choreographing a dance with steps that fit together and go together, you're choreographing a piece of information, a presentation, an idea, a piece of content. It's knowing how to do that effectively. That is the first part. But as you know, if you have ever experienced fear, or self-doubt, or hesitation, or second guessing when it came time for you to share an idea that you had already thought through or share a presentation that you had already structured and worked on with your audience. If you've ever had it all ready to go, right? And knew what you wanted to share and had it planned out and mapped out and choreographed, but then as soon as it came time for you to actually share it, you felt doubtful and afraid and it totally didn't come out of your mouth the way that you wanted it to, then you know that the preparation and having the perfect script and the perfect choreography on its own isn't enough. Just like with the Broadway show, knowing the moves and knowing the lyrics on its own isn't enough to take that performance over the finish line. Similarly, when it comes to communicating effectively and confidently, knowing the exact way that you're going to say it and explain it, it can be super, super effective. Knowing that on its own isn't enough because you need that second missing ingredient. You need that thing that helps you stay strong and stay confident when the curtains go up. And the light is shining on your face, and you're feeling very scared, and there's a voice in your head yelling at you and telling you that you're doing it wrong and that you're going to sound dumb. You need an entirely new skill set, an entirely different set of capabilities to navigate that. That is completely separate from having the perfectly laid out PowerPoint deck or the perfectly articulated idea. What you need to be able to get on that Broadway stage and dance like a professional, and what you need to be able to open your mouth at work and speak like a leader, speak like someone who's confident, speak like someone who's in a position of authority, is mindset work. Mindset work is what helps you navigate the demons and the doubt And the worry and the second guessing and the self criticism and the judging yourself that happens as soon as the curtain goes up and it's time for you to share your thoughts, your ideas, your contributions with your audience. Knowing how to share them, knowing how to lay out the words is a different skill set than knowing how to navigate the experience of the curtains going up and the light shining on you. Now, the good news is that both the technical choreography and the mindset work that you need to do that choreography really well when it's time for curtains to go up, they're both things that you can learn and that you can get better at. Neither of them are fixed skills. And if you talk to any Broadway performer and really any performer who has the experience of doing things in front of audiences, they will tell you the exact same thing. I think we see a lot of people like both confident speakers, confident performers on stage, and we think like, oh, they're just born with it. They don't feel nervous. They don't have anxiety. And I think what we don't realize is that quite a lot of them do have nerves and anxiety. I, I definitely do. I experience nerves and anxiety a lot of it when I'm talking to people live. But What we don't realize is that there's a skill to navigating that, and there's a skill to actually learning how to show up and bring confidence and bring your personality, even if you are someone who has a human brain that generates fear and anxiety like so many human brains. I would say all human brains do. Now, what I want to share with you, because I've really emphasized how these two skill sets are separate, I do want to share how they work together because this is really important for you finding your voice as well. Even though the technical choreography and knowing the lyrics and kind of like knowing how to present your content and your ideas effectively, even though that's a different skill than being able to show up with presence and confidence when you're actually like in front of real humans and the curtains go up, even though those are two different skills, the better you get, At the technical choreography, the more it supports you in building the mindset skills that you need to handle the curtains up and sharing your ideas with your audience. So, think about with a Broadway show, if you know all of the lyrics and choreography, you're going to feel less anxious performing it in front of a group of people than if you only know half the choreography or none of the choreography. So the technical skills help with the mindset and the confidence of speaking or performing in front of people. They help. The stronger they are, the more you know that you're doing it right, which gives you a significant boost of confidence. And at the same time, you will still feel anxiety and hesitation, and you probably experience all of those things in meetings, and you will need that extra layer of mindset skills to help you navigate that experience. Now, I'm going to walk you through a couple of my best tips for each of these. My best tips For the choreography and effective communication skills, like technical communication skills, and my best tips for the mindset piece bringing a confident, effective voice when you actually have to share that with other people in a meeting or in a professional setting. And then I'm gonna do a second episode on this where I'm gonna walk you through the most common mistakes people make that get them stuck and prevent them from doing both of these things effectively and building the confident communication that they desire. So let's get you started on both of these. When it comes to the technical choreography and you knowing the moves and having a really strong PowerPoint presentation, a really strong agenda for your meeting, a really effective way of verbally communicating that idea that you want to share in that meeting, what you want to be thinking about For that is simplicity, clarity, conciseness, and guiding your audience every step of the way. What people get wrong here is they think that this is about sounding smart. They think that effective technical communication skills are about sounding fancy and using corporate jargon and like sounding super, super smart and sharing things that are super complicated. And it's the total opposite. It's about curating a simple, easy, intuitive listening experience for your audience. Because if you're trying to impress leaders and executives, their brains are full. (laughs) They don't have extra brain space to decipher complicated things. They need complicated things to be presented to them simply so that they can take them in with the limited brain space that they have to dedicate to your specific meeting. The way that I want you to think about this is you want your communication to feel like a bazillion Michelin star restaurant where every step of the experience is seamless. From the moment you walk in, the host or hostess greets you They maybe even know your name. They're expecting you. They're ready for your reservation. There's no waiting for your table. They take your jacket. They walk you to your table. It's the perfect table. As soon as you sit down, the waiter is there to let you know exactly how the meal is going to work and see if you want to get started with bread and water. And then they bring your menus and the waiter gives you an overview and walks you through how the tasting course is going to go. And maybe they bring you a free amuse-bouche. And it's just like, from the moment you step into the restaurant to the moment you get your check and it has the perfect chocolates on it and your waiter comes by to ask how the meal was and whether you know you enjoyed everything, like every step of that meal, every course, every dish, every element of the experience is perfectly dripped out to you one step after the other, that by the end, you feel like you showed up and you were treated like a queen. That's what we want to achieve With our communication. I want to contrast that with walking into a disorganized restaurant where there's no host or hostess at the front. They forgot your reservation. Or even though you had one, you have to wait an hour for a table. You finally sit down. The waiter isn't there. It's like by the time you get your food, you're not even going to enjoy it because the process felt so disrupted and so jagged. And so when it comes to communication, when you are clear when you are thoughtful, when you are highly structured in the way that you present things to your audience, they have more of a Michelin experience listening to what you're doing and what you're saying. And that's what makes executives want to pull you in to more of their projects. It's like, (laughs) you know, I, I say this a lot, but with my clients and other things, executives and leaders in companies have a lot of power. They have so much power, right? They have a lot of influence and a lot of power. Whether it's good, whether it's bad is a separate conversation, but companies are hierarchical. And executives, like when they want something, it's it's much easier for them to make it happen because they're an executive. So when they want more of your work, that is going to benefit your career so much more than anything else you can do. Think about it as an executive when they're thinking about their work, their execution, what they want to get done at the company. They're thinking like, what restaurant do I want to go eat at? Do I want to eat at the restaurant where it takes me an hour to get a table that I reserved, and then another hour for the waiter to bring a menu, and then another hour for the food to come? Or do I want to go to the Michelin star restaurant? When they're thinking. What people in my company are the emerging leaders that I want leading my expansion project, that I want leading my initiatives? They're going to want the people that gave them that good experience because they trust you. They know you're going to do a good job. Your communication, the structure, the simplicity, the clarity tells them that. It tells them, hey, I'm the Michelin restaurant. I'm not going to leave you waiting by the hostess stand. I'm not going to leave you waiting for a menu. When you drop into my meeting, I've got you end to end. It's going to be clear. It's going to be simple. It's going to be seamless. And I'm going to be moving things along. That is what strong executive communication does for your career. And I cannot emphasize how important it is. It is equally as important, if not more important than your actual execution skills. Because when it comes to you sharing your work with your boss, with leaders, with executives, they don't ever see you execute. They only see you communicate and present and run meetings and share things. And the more higher up the executives are, the more that that's the only exposure they get of you is when you're communicating with them in those rooms. So it's so important that you're making the most of each and every opportunity, each and every impression to show them the quality of your communication, which sends to them a signal about the quality of your thinking, the quality of your work, and the quality of your leadership. Your communication skills are like a storefront, right? When we're trying to decide what boutique on this row of boutiques do I want to shop at? What restaurant on this row of restaurants do I want to pick to eat at? We look at the outside. We look at the storefront to decide, does this look like it's going to be good? Your communication skills are like your storefront. And so you want them to be really, really strong so that executives and leaders and your boss choose you and see you as someone whose work and thinking and leadership is super high quality. So that is the first piece, the technical skills of communication and how to move towards excellence in that area. Now, the second piece, the mindset piece, which is like you could have the perfect meeting agenda, the perfect slides, the the most polished communication for the leaders around you. And you want to be able to communicate that with authority, with confidence. You want to really be able to take up space and speak like a badass leader when you're running your meetings and having conversations and sharing information with people around you. Now, the great thing is that when your technical skills are really strong, like I said, it gives you a boost in confidence because you stop wondering, am I doing it right? You know that you're doing it right. But having a solid mindset really really helps you when it comes to exuding confidence and authority and being able to have that strong broadway stage presence when the curtains go up and you have that experience of seeing the audience now all mindset work is is our relationship with our internal experiences our internal experiences encompass our thoughts so all the thoughts that run through our minds like a ticker tape full of words all day long and our feelings, our emotions. Mindset work is not about never having negative thoughts and never feeling negatively. It is about having an internal resilience and capacity to be able to respond to those thoughts and feelings more flexibly. So I'm going to give you a very specific example of this to help it be more concrete. For many of you, the moment the, the proverbial curtain goes up, or the moment you enter the Zoom room or the Teams room for your work meeting, or the moment you know someone turns to you in the meeting and says, hey, what do you think? What are your thoughts? In that moment, a lot of you experience a lot of negative thoughts and negative feelings. A lot of your negative thoughts are very judgmental, highly self-critical, and there's a lot of being really, really mean to yourself in your head as you are being put on the spot and exposed and it's time for you to speak to those stakeholders. And you also might have a lot of negative feelings. You might feel dread. You might feel vulnerable. You might feel worry. You you might feel all kinds of things. Now, the mistake that I see so many people make is they think like having confidence and having a strong mindset means I don't feel those things. I don't feel doubt. I don't feel hesitation. I don't second guess myself. I don't feel awful. I don't feel crappy. I don't feel exposed. I don't feel vulnerable. And they think, oh, well, I'm feeling all these negative things and I'm having all these negative thoughts. Like I literally feel horrible. Something is just wrong with me. And what so many of you don't realize is that Mindset work is about your response to all of those things. It's not about, and confidence will never be about, not feeling doubtful, not judging yourself, not second guessing. The difference between you being able to have a strong presence when you speak versus not is not you being free of doubts versus having doubts. It's you knowing how to respond to them, it's you getting out of the pattern. Of teaming up and being on the same team as your doubt. So, when the doubt comes up and says, What if you're doing this wrong? You're doing this wrong. You sound stupid. Being on the same team as the doubt looks like, Yes, I'm doing it wrong. I sound stupid. This is so bad. Versus putting space, not teaming up with the doubt, putting space between yourself and the doubt and noticing that it's an experience you're having internally but it's not one that is A, true and B, has, has to dictate your actions. Now, this is a muscle and it's you can know it intellectually and not necessarily have it fully built. This can make sense to you intellectually and you can still go into your next meeting and not quite have the ability to not get sucked in and team up with the self-doubt. That is totally normal Welcome to being human. This is why change doesn't happen from one podcast episode or one insight. It's why it happens from repeated, dedicated self-awareness and habit change, little by little by little. So if you feel like you know this, but you're still stuck and you're wondering why, nothing is wrong with you. You just need to be in a process with the doubt and learning to relate to the doubt long enough for you to strengthen your muscle of being able to find confidence within yourself even when doubt comes up. We think I'm either doubtful or I'm confident and if I'm doubtful I can't be confident. The best confidence you will build is the kind that you can access even when things get hard. This is what makes you resilient to any challenge that comes your way. And truly, it is what will change your communication style and how effective you are because the more that you Get sucked into the spiral of hesitation and doubt and self-criticism, the harder it is to physically sound confident and have a strong presence. It's kind of like if you think about this analogy of the Broadway performers, it's the difference between a Broadway performer who is spiraling in self-doubt and thinks they're awful versus one who thinks they're awesome and is having a lot of fun They're going to give you different performances on stage. But the beautiful thing is that even if you experience doubt and even if your mindset muscle isn't strong, it's something that gets stronger through focus and through dedication and with a little bit of commitment and time. That is the work that I do with my clients. This is the work that I do with you inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy, I know that you need both the technical skills, the ability to communicate with leaders, with your boss, with executives at a very high, sophisticated level. You need to know how to do that so that you can be effective, make a strong impression, and so that you do not have any doubts about whether you're doing it right so that you know that when it comes to the script, when it comes to the choreography, when it comes to the communication skills, you know that you are doing it right. But you also need the mindset. The mindset and that ability to show up with confidence, even when doubt is present, that is what helps you truly bring your communication skills to life. And if you're listening to this and that feels like very far away, and you feel very in your doubt, and it doesn't feel like something that you can move out of, it's just because you haven't experienced shifting out of it enough for that to be familiar to you and for that to be something that makes sense to you. I used to really, really struggle with self-doubt and low confidence, and it felt I felt stuck. I felt very stuck in it, and over time, I learned how to get a little less stuck and a little less stuck. And now I have a lot of flexibility and adaptability to put myself in hard situations and not totally crumble and totally spiral down and totally lose myself because I got better at getting unstuck from those feelings and finding confidence within myself. And that is what I support you with inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. Like I said, Doors to the Art of Speaking Up Academy are open from May 1st through May 12th, and I would love to have you join me inside that program where I can take you super deep on building a very confident, rock-solid mindset and having technical communication skills that make a super strong impression on your audience and really position you for growth and advancement in your career. The Academy is a learning experience, so we meet every week for a live session. It is led by me. And I take you through the curriculum that I've laid out that is based on these two principles. I will never force you to speak in the sessions. You will never be like put on the spot or forced to do anything. I don't like to run my programs that way. I like to give you a lot of freedom and flexibility to be an audience member until you feel ready. And when you join the Academy, in addition to those live sessions, you get access to an entire set of resources that you have lifetime access to that will support your growth. You'll get access to the Art of Speaking Up Academy private podcast. This is an entire separate private podcast. The only way that you can get access to it is by being a member of the Art of Speaking Up Academy. It encompasses the entire curriculum and everything that I teach inside the Academy. And the best part is you have access to it forever so you can listen and you can learn these concepts on the go during your time in the academy, but then you'll keep it with you. You will also get your copy of the Art of Speaking Up Academy workbook that guides you through all of the key tools and concepts that I teach inside the academy. And there is an entire curriculum that I take you through during our time together, which you can check out at my website at justgasacoaching.com slash academy. That's also where you can enroll and learn more about the program. I will drop the link in the show notes. If you have questions and you're trying to figure out, is this program the right next step for you? Shoot me an email, jessica at theartofspeakingup.com, and I will get back to you and help you figure out if this is the right decision for you. I'm so excited to meet the next cohort of women inside this group. It is so Exciting for me every single time to get to see you face to face and actually get to know you and work with you because I record this podcast in solitude. I'm in my room by myself right now. And just knowing that I'm going to be in a Zoom room with you, helping you, supporting you, teaching you, coaching you, guiding you gets me really excited. So I hope to see you inside the Academy. I can't wait for us to begin and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.